What's up, guys? Welcome back to Dripping with Jesus. My name is Leela. I'm Annabella. We are not the future of the church. We are the church now. And we have a special guest today here. Her name is Adair. She's going to tell you a little bit about herself. Hi, guys. I'm Adair. I'm a senior at Father Ryan. I play lacrosse. I'm an attacker. I play basketball for my youth group. Yes. So today's topic, we're going to be covering like the faith again. Well, just a little different. We're going to talk more about what our faith actually is not what kind of what it means to us but more deep into what we believe like the faith hope and love and like how that ties in and not just scratching the surface but like going deeper into the eucharist the holy trinity and all those beautiful things yes so adair okay to me my faith is kind of like a constant just something like by my side um when i think about my faith i think about um kind of how whenever I'm worried about something or whenever there's something on my mind, I'm always like in conversation with God, I feel like. And I was thinking like more recently, it's just been like that constant in my life. Whenever I'm worried about something, I'm always saying up a little prayer or just like stuff like that. That's, that's like perfect. Cause that's what, well, that's what prayer is. It's just supposed to be this conversation between. So I kind of, we urge to talk to God. Like we need to get that conversation through prayer. God calls us to be in relationship, and that's why we're not meant to be alone. That's why God created Eve. You didn't know? (laughs) Because Adam wasn't meant to be alone. Let's kind of talk about uh, maybe a cornerstone of our church, which is the uh, Eucharist. So in what ways has that impacted you, maybe, or like just kind of changed how you thought about our faith? I don't know. It's kind of a deep question. Um, I think it's helped me have a deeper understanding of our faith and kind of deepened my relationship because when I was younger it was more about like going through the motions Mm -hmm. and like knowing when to stand and kneel and like singing the songs but I think more as I've gotten older and like high school and really thought about my faith it's helped me deepen my relationship Mm -hmm. with God and know like when I'm going to get communion like okay this he's going to be part of me like we're like together in this like it makes me feel more connected exactly i was thinking the motions i great thing you brought that up Mm -hmm. because i remember when i was like younger when i was going through like the retreat days for our like first communion or first uh eucharist they're like okay so you put your hand like a throne and Mm -hmm. i was like you gotta grab it like it's all this stuff and i was like okay cool like i'm just gonna go up in line i'm gonna do this i don't have to do this like all that but then as you said going to high school you kind of like oh this is actually what this is it's no longer kind of like a game maybe like oh you mm-hmm. get up you go sit down sort of thing it's like you start to having a deeper thought like in that process it kind of makes you appreciate mm-hmm. what the eucharist really is yeah and like to add on to that also i think as you grow up like you're talking about when you're younger you're just taught like yeah go through the motions but once you get older and like as a kid you really see it more as like a symbol or at least i did yeah but then as I've gotten older now, like when I receive or like during mass, wow, like that's the sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Jesus died. That's truly him. And when we receive him, we become a living tabernacle. Yeah. Like after that. And like just to be that close to him and his desire to be that close to us, it's just kind of mind blowing to me. Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. that saying living tabernacle because for me, like when I remind myself that I am a living tabernacle, it helps me just like live up to what like I'm exactly. worthy of and yeah. remind myself that like, no, I am worthy of God lo- mm-hmm. God's love and that I should be living up to that standard and that I deserve that standard. Yeah. I know sometimes after mass at school, I'll receive like, cause like if I go to daily mass sometimes and 
like when I receive, I'll literally go out of mass because we go straight to class. It's like 37 and class starts at 40. And I'll literally have like the biggest smile on my day, face. And I could have had like the worst morning ever. And like I walk out and I'm like, gosh, I just feel the Holy Spirit moving through me. And then I'm like, in that moment, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's because like Jesus is inside of me. Like I'm a living tabernacle. And then I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know, I feel more conscious about like in these next 20 minutes, at least that like he's actually present in me. Yeah. I like how you, you said you smiled because I'm horrible at this. I get to school like <laughs> maybe 20 minutes before. Like I walk into the building 10 minutes before, but I'll get like, and I'll see all the people walking out of daily mass and they're all like really happy or really upset because school had just started and like grabbing their backpack. They're like, oh man, I got to go to class. But that smile on your face is a great like proof that God is in you. And I think that's important to, you know, portray after you walk out of church because you know that's you should be happy mm-hmm. or you should be at least like thankful maybe grateful kind of tying into the eucharist when you pray like in your daily life and like how you say sometimes when you're struggling because we have the father son and holy spirit and i know some people will pray like come holy spirit come is there like a specific part of the father that you're more drawn to pray towards or that has like more I don't want to say more impactful, but like that is more in your daily life prayer. Um, For me, I think I, when I think about like God, I think about Jesus as his like young self when he was like going through his ministry and stuff, because I have like a great relationship with my dad. So like for me, like father, like that sounds like him. So when I'm praying, it's always to like the young, like Mm -hmm. in his mission, like Jesus. So that's who like my like companion is. I feel like, like, I feel like I'm in conversation with him when I pray a lot. Oh, that's nice. I didn't think about it that way. I do. I do love that. I switch up a lot. I feel. Uh, yeah. You, I feel. You do. After Cove Press, it's like when I journal, I always do come Holy Spirit come because like I'm inviting. I invite like the Holy Spirit to come in and just help me like with my thoughts. But I'm kind of like a dare. If I'm like struggling, I'll just be like, well, I call Jesus dad sometimes when I'm praying. <laughs> Yo, I'm like, dad. dad, I can't do this like on my own. I don't know. I feel like I'm more drawn also to like the dad figure of like Mm -hmm. he's like always there to be there for me and like protect me as like a father's does well that's great because you said jesus you said god the father and i'm going to the holy spirit i'm always the holy spirit because i feel like that's a good guide and i just feel like i need this sort of guiding figure in my life so whenever i pray i try to uh send all my prayers up to the holy spirit to help guide me with whatever i need i feel like i need a lot of that these days (laughs) In your life, like going through high school, Adair, what has it been like showing like Christian love and like also like tying that into your faith? Like in our faith, obviously we're called to like that beauty of Christian love and loving everyone. In your life, is there a certain person or maybe honestly anything that like helps you to like become that Christian love for those like around you? Um, so yeah, I, I have like a story. So one mass at when I was probably in like freshman or eighth grade, I wasn't really paying attention. And like, um, the priest was doing the announcements and he was like, we need Sunday school teachers. And I just like perked up and I immediately knew I was like, me and my mom are, we're teaching Sunday school. Like we've got this in the bag. We're doing this. So this is like our fourth or fifth year teaching Sunday school. And I think the biggest thing I've learned is patience. (laughs) Yes. Oh, man. Um, That's just been something I've been really working on this year is patience. So I think that's helped me with my Christian love to be more patient. And 
once I like slow down and I'm more patient with other people, I like can understand better. So um, like an example is I led search in September and there was a certain person that really I did not mix well with. And I just try to keep remembering that patience, like patience, mm-hmm. patience, patience. Because if I can slow down and like think about being in their shoes, then I can calm my emotions and like put the best foot forward if I'm just taking a minute. Yeah. No, I totally understand your Sunday school patience thing because I'm a a middle school teacher's assistant at Pope for an eighth grade English class and they are that class and they if any of them are watching that they know that they are that class and I love them all like they're the best like they're great middle schoolers they're always checking on me but there's always that one like class time that's just like okay when is this over (laughs) like this is Mm -hmm. insane yes we're teaching 10 kindergarten boys this year I, which kind of sucks because normally the girls like even them out even a them little out, bit. Yeah. yeah, keep them in check a little bit. Maybe God's just trying to teach you some more yeah, patience. Maybe. I really maybe think so, honestly. I don't know. He has a funny way of like putting certain things in our lives where he's, hey, guys, like you're struggling in this part. Here's an opportunity for you to trust in me and in my plan for you, mm-hmm. I feel like. Yeah. There's, hmm, I was trying to think of a way maybe that I have like had this funny way of realizing that he's talking to me and I just can't put one on me other than like, like it being just around like these middle schoolers every day at Pope. They're just like that, like you got to learn some sort of patience because they're like walking up the stairs. There's like four of them in a row walking up the stairs while you're trying to walk down. It's like, okay, you know what? They're a little younger than me. I probably would have done the same thing. So I just got to take that step back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In my life, at least right now, I feel like I'm really struggling with Christian love, like in myself, because as a person, it's hard for me to like accept the fact that I want to like strive towards sainthood, but also I'm human and there's so many like flaws to me. But like with the people that I, like I'm starting to surround myself with, I guess, I feel like I'm getting a little bit better, but like also. Yeah. I feel like we're there also in relationship, just like through the Eucharist, of like using our faith to build each other up instead of building each other, bringing each each other other down. down. Um, And yeah, so actually, Adair a long time ago was like, (laughs) I really want to come on Drippy with Jesus. And I was like, I don't know. But then, I don't know. I just feel like there's always that side to people that you don't 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 get to see. Share Mm -hmm. as much, yeah. And I think it's a beautiful thing to be able to share with, like, at least your friends or at least one person, like, that faith that is just living inside of you that you don't really get to express. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like Annabella. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Couldn't do this without you. (laughs) No, honestly, I was thinking about that. I was like, I really need Leela or someone else to do this. That's not something I can do by myself. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's great. Great dynamic duo over here. (laughs) All right. Back into Mm -hmm. the episode. So we've talked about the Eucharist, and I think another kind of thing that we talked about more was the Trinity. Do we want to continue talking about more about the Trinity and what kind of different things we see in the Trinity? Yeah. All righty. So, like, what I think of the Trinity, or, like, what the Trinity means to me, or what? How about both? Both? Oh. Okay. 
Um, to be honest, I feel like I struggle with the Trinity as seeing it as one. Yeah. Like I have, I feel like I have my different relationships with all the different parts of the Trinity. Like if it, like this makes sense. Like I feel like when I'm feeling different things, I'll pray to different parts of it. Like when I want to be in conversation, it's like I was saying, it's like that young Jesus. But when I feel like at night, if I'm like going about my day, it's that older, like father figure of Jesus. But I feel like I never really pray to the Holy Spirit or like I'm I'm kind of like we don't have that good yep. of a relationship. So I feel like to me, they're all different like sections and parts. So I struggle to see them as one as like one. Yeah. Yeah, it took I agree. It took me until I think sophomore. Well, last year, Emily a junior sounds like a long time ago for me. But I did um, Christology for um Theology? Yeah, thank you. I did not think of that class. I was like, what is this class called? I've taken it for three years. Um, but we spent a good chunk of time on the Trinity and, like, the different parts of it and how they're all one. And I wish I could remember the, like, example that we had for the Trinity. It was like, gosh. I don't remember. It was a saint who came up with I think. I just can't remember. But it was like, so the Father and the Son were here. And they were, like, kind of, like, had breathed, like, made the holy spirit like breathe you know i think are you thinking c.s lewis yes maybe that's who i'm thinking of sorry i they all start running together and you know no maybe maybe it's just because i don't know what you're saying kind of so c.s lewis talks about i want to say in the great divorce i'm not actually sure but like talks about how the holy spirit is kind of like that the breath between the father and the son like the love the love between them them. that's what it was yeah they all run together but yeah, I didn't, I I struggled with the Trinity for a long time until also sophomore year, but I'm a senior. Yeah. Sophomore year, Covecrest, because the whole thing was new fire, and it's mm-hmm. about, like, how the Holy Spirit is that flame inside of us that, like, never goes away. Even when we feel it does, mm-hmm. it's always there. And also how, again, I think they also tied it into C.S. Lewis just because. I'm sure he's. He's always in there. He's like hiding in the like a dark corner. It's like when am I going to be brought up? Yeah, but I really like the in between of between Jesus and the Father and like mm-hmm. that love because I don't really know how else you can explain the love between the Father and the Son, even though they're one. Like yeah. I feel like there always has to be that in between mm-hmm. because, like for us, agape love, we we don't really comprehend how like Jesus. I screw up really bad. How are you still loving me? Yeah. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, 100%. It's a wild thing to think because I can think of a time. Like, I mean, I'm human. Obviously, he's divine and at one point came down and was also human. But most of all, the divinity of him is what makes us makes him love us as much as he does because as humans, we don't have that capacity to love others. And that's something I can struggle with too because I'm just like, I need to love this person like I love myself. Love your neighbor as you love yourself or treat your neighbors treat yourself um and i think just having that example of how much jesus loves us makes me have that understanding of like a christian love as we were talking about earlier mm-hmm. because it gives me that like time like i can think about i have to think through this like yes this person had wronged me or like said something mean to me but that doesn't change the fact that they're still a human and they're one of god's creation that i still have to love that's something I'm slowly, like, kind of grasping, not struggling as much with anymore. Yeah. In case you're just joining us, this is Nashville Catholic Radio, 100.5 FM. 
And we are talking about the faith, but we are talking deeper into the faith today, talking about the Holy Trinity right now and the Eucharist. Yes, we are. Um, but, yeah, just yeah. talking back about that Christian love and how, you know, sometimes it could be hard, but you always have that example of the love between God and Jesus and, tr- well, I guess, the whole Trinity in itself that to risk be there to remind you do you struggle with like when you do something i don't want to say when you do something wrong but maybe just in your life do you struggle with feeling god's love through certain situations or even just in everyday life of like feeling worthy of god's love um i want to say no but i feel like that no, almost you can be say wrong. No, like you, you go ahead i feel like i don't know i feel like i have a good like grasp for myself that like no he's always gonna like love me through that yeah. like and I think my parents have kind of helped me with that example because my mom always says like like we love you no matter what like we love yeah. you no matter what so I feel like that base has just helped me know like no like he's gonna be there like he's he loves me like he's got my back like oh yes 100 percent, always yeah. there Jesus always in our corner yeah mm-hmm. I feel like I recently and just I've been like in a good spot with that in my faith that like yeah. no he's there for me like he's got me that's really awesome because I know, uh, I mean, Jesus gave us our parents to help guide us, but I think mm-hmm. it's really important and it's really nice that you've shared that, that like your parents have been, I'm guessing, a big part of your faith they and your have, journey, yes. which is a beautiful thing because obviously we have our father and mother and then we have like God the father, but also how like your parents can also be that reminder of the love that God mm-hmm. has for us. For sure. Sounds great. All right. Another question for either one, throwing it up to you. Um, uh, have we all done confirmation? I'm guessing, yeah. Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. perfect. So I just want to touch on that because that's another big thing with the Holy Spirit that, you know, kind of fulfills uh, the, like, gifts that or what had started in baptism. It kind of just fulfills everything. You just want to talk about what experiences maybe you've had with the holy spirit or like confirmation what you kind of understand about it now yeah layla you want to go first she looked like she had something to say well like i don't know (laughs) just well okay so i guess confirmation is like the big is it's a very monumental moment in our faith which i feel a lot of us Mm -hmm. fail to remember especially because i feel like we all get confirmed at such a young age that we we really aren't grasping exactly what that step we're taking is because again at that age in eighth grade, we're barely hitting maturity <laughs> level. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're barely. <laughs> like, there's not. In California, you don't get confirmed until you're a sophomore in high school, which mm-hmm. to me, intellectually, makes a lot more sense. I like that. Yeah. I feel like it would have been more beneficial for me later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so when we get confirmed, that is God giving us like this grace that we, I felt like as an eighth grader, I didn't understand no. because I feel like I'm just now learning that when we get confirmed, we get all these gifts of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. I just had, like, actually began to understand what confirmation actually is this year. Yeah. And so I feel like that has been a huge thing in my life because I was like, what other gifts, like, what great gifts is God giving us? And then when we kind of, like, broke it down mm-hmm. and, like, there's there's, there's seven, right? Seven. Yeah. There's seven. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, once you understand that God has given you all these gifts and almost like i don't want to say like more rules to follow but yeah, but kind really of a rules. guidance yeah like yeah like a, a yeah. guide to 
you know, guide to the Holy Spirit, Spirit, yeah, which just has been mind blowing because one of them is like the fear of the Lord, and it's not. I never understood pretty much what that had meant until we broke that specific gift down. Like I always thought, I was like, oh, oh, God, ah, sort of thing, (laughs) you know. Until it was literally, you understand, as you're so afraid to lose what relationship you have with God, and that is so much more impactful than what I had thought when I was actually confirmed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, yeah. So this year is when I finally realized confirmation is actually a huge part of our faith, and it's like big for us as children, but also starting to realize that these gifts that God has given us have always been there since the day we got confirmed Mm -hmm. it's like are we willing to accept those gifts and are we willing to take the step to use those gifts that god has given us Mm -hmm. to use it like in our daily lives and live it out Mm -hmm. um yeah yeah i kind of think for for me confirmation in a sense has made me step into my role as like a part of our church and like a part of our church community like Mm -hmm. It's made me take a more active role in my like actual faith and just like being a part of our actual church community. I go to St. Henry and um, so I've just been like trying to get involved, like how I said, teaching Sunday school and I work in the nursery and um, like going to youth group and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I feel like re- like recently after confirmation and like into high school, I felt like I've just been trying to take a more active like role and get involved in stuff. Mm-hmm. I think that's the beautiful thing about, you know, being confirmed before you go into high school. Like, I've always thought this is that you kind of have a grasp on your faith slightly. Like, you're kind of already um, starting your role in this church, so you can kind of just continue it for longer in your high school. And that kind of affects your, like, faith life throughout high school as well, because you're always reminded back to these gifts that you get from the Holy Spirit. I think, you know, those are a great way to help guide you through your faith, especially in high school when you kind of can, like, fall away from it. I was going to pull up, like, this the <laughs> gifts because I don't know them off the top of my head. I but wish I could tell you, and I had just learned these last semester of school, and sorry, Mr. Cohen, I don't think you listen to this. I don't really know, <laughs> but if you do, I don't remember. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, it's wisdom, understanding, counsel, fortitude, knowledge, piety, and fear of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And yeah, learning about the seven, I mean, we haven't broken down exactly those, but actually working on a secret project with our church Ooh, for a retreat. We are. About, mm-hmm. about the Holy Spirit and confirmation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I just feel like it's such an exciting thing that I didn't realize until so recently that I feel like I've taken for granted this opportunity and blessing that god gave to me but like now that i'm willing to step fully into to be like hey guys these gifts god has given us this entire time and our heart desires something that like won't be filled unless it's in him yeah like that empty void that we that will always feel until we Mm -hmm. like find him or seek him we kind of touched on this in in another episode about like relationship but i feel like faith this also ties in and every time and also talking about like the relationship between the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit in your life for both of you, like friendship wise, how has that like connected to maybe like the Eucharist or maybe going to Mass if like you go with your friends almost like at search, how we have the yeah. like closing Mass? Mm-hmm. Like your f- being with your friends, how does that impact, do you think, like your friendship when it's when God's involved in it? 
Um, I think that it's helped like all of my friendships. I think um, I think Grace talked about this on the one episode, but she has like a great memory from like leaving a search talks. Um, and I have a friend, one of my friends, Abby. We have kind of been getting involved in our church a lot together. So I think it's really like strengthened a lot of my friendships in good ways because it's gotten us um, like in a different path, I guess. Like we still hang out normally and stuff, but it also just has opened up a whole new door of like opportunities and things to do, but in such a good way because it's such like, I don't know how to say it. It's but like fruitful. Yes, because it's like, yeah. yeah, it's like such a beneficial way. So I think it's strengthened a lot of my friendships. I think my friends are a good support system for me because when they support my faith and they support what I do and vice versa, I support them in their faith when they do, but they also kind of hold me accountable. And I think that's an important part of my friendships with my friends. Like I have fallen short this moment. They're like, okay, here's what you can do. We need to go do this or whatever. And I think that accountability is really what helps me with my friends in church and like um, my faith as a friend. Yeah, my friends have really helped me like figure out that I've really taken my faith for granted. I have a Mm -hmm. friend that's um, not Catholic. She didn't grow up in any religion. Um, And I was thinking the other day, like, wow, like, like I would be so stressed out with not somebody to like bounce all my thoughts off of, like to trust that like God has my back. Like Mm -hmm. I was just really been thinking about her recently and how like I wonder what her support system is, because for me, it's like my church and yeah. God and like I like I said I I feel like I'm always in conversation like so I was just like really thinking about her and thinking about what that's like so I think that's perfect way to end I think it's a great way to end <laughs> Adair thank you so much for yes, joining you. us today yeah, thank you guys it. for having me living and proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ welcoming all this is Nashville Catholic Radio 100.5 FM in Nashville Streaming on the Nashville Catholic Radio app or ask your smart device to play Nashville Catholic Radio. And remember always, you are beloved. Thanks for listening to Nashville Catholic Radio. I'm Jim Crow, Program Director, and I want to remind you that our locally produced programs run Monday through Friday between 11 a.m. and noon. And if you don't have a chance to listen during the week, listen to the recap on the weekends. Those same programs run Saturday mornings from 8 to 11 a.m. and Sunday afternoons from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. This is listener-supported Nashville Catholic Radio.